0: five percent or more do not take action they have intentions but intentions don't pay the bills you have to take actions and if you don't do it if you're not a doer then you're not going to go anywhere simple everyone, this is Norm Ferrar, a.k.a. The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing how you can develop your brand and defining message. Very important. And we're also going to be t- discussing um, advice for new entrepreneurs starting their journey and how people can, <clears throat> sorry about that, little frog in my throat, but how can people and sellers develop their brand with a defining message and how can sellers find the right coach? All right. Welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. All right. Like I said, today, we're going to be talking about how you can develop your brand and a defining message. Our guest is a digital marketing expert and has been highly passionate about sales from a very young age. He started his events and brand activations in 2003 to 2007 and entered into the Army Reserve from 2007 to 2009. Now he's putting focus uh, from entertainment to education. His desire for sales eventually led him to undertake events and brand promotions for uh, businesses, and then he pivoted to working with celebrities, consulting, crypto and building digital offers and branding online since then he's had he has a nine-figure exit in 2021 not bad and also first-time guest can't wait to get talking with uh, to him but we're talking about cullen stack and now if kelsey if you're doing your job right hit that button and we'll go to a word from our sponsor this episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by VAA Philippines. Looking for a high-quality virtual assistant for your business? With the rigorous screening, intensive Amazon and Walmart training, and ongoing professional development, get the peace of mind with skill and motivated virtual assistants for a long-term working relationship. Hire through VAA today, and now let's get back to the show. Welcome, Colin. What? How of- are
1: you? Good morning, good afternoon, everybody around the world. How we doing?
0: I am doing fantastic. Uh, I hope you didn't mind sitting back there for you know five minutes or ten minutes while I did my rant.
1: No, not <laughs> at all, not at all.
0: And my drink of Coke—I I, I double fist the caffeine. By the way, it's Coke Zero and the coffee.
1: We have so- to. We have to stay awake. You know,
0: A- absolutely, it's very important. So look. This, like I, I was really, uh, we didn't have enough time to talk before the podcast, but before the podcast, we had a really interesting conversation, just hearing uh, a little bit about what you're all about and, you know, what, what are we going to be talking about during the podcast? And it's so interesting. I love talking about brands. I love talking about their journey. I don't think it's talked about enough. Amazon is saying, you better start. You know, this is what we're looking for. And now we've got you on here. So this is going to be really cool. I'm looking for a a really fun, engaged uh, podcast today.
1: Absolutely. And I appreciate you and uh, Kelsey and your entire team having me at lunch with Norm. I've just started this podcast journey. I've been in the industry for a very long time. And I've had clients uh, and partners uh, kind of push me to the forefront. They told me that it's uh, imperative to come out here from a place of uh, actually doing, building, teaching, and coming from a place of living this life, and you know, share the the wisdom, the knowledge, the tools, and the resources because I feel like it's very it's very imperative to uh, to share what we have, right? Uh, with with all with everyone. So I appreciate you having me.
0: Hey, no problem whatsoever. So why don't we just get into it? And, uh, let's go down some of your, uh, milestones along your journey. I mean, you've had one hell of a journey. Am I on mute? (laughs) Can you hear me?
1: Uh, There we go. I got you back. There we go.
0: Okay. So here we go. So what I was saying is why don't we start off with like going down your journey and, uh, You know, talking about some of these milestones. And all I was saying before we got cut off is that you've had a hell of a journey. So why don't we just talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'll share my, I'm 38 years old, married now with two beautiful young children. My oldest is my son. My youngest is my daughter. You know, I'm very fortunate to have been born into a father that was active duty army. I'm third-generation U.S. military, Army specifically. Uh, I was born abroad in Korea, came to the States. My father uh, was enlisted, Sergeant First Class, uh, E-7, Korean linguist, uh, top-secret clearance, military intelligence. So that was the life I was born into. It was a life of service and uh, really a life of, of moving around a lot. Um, so I learned a lot at a very young age. Uh, I feel like I'm I'm very grateful for that. So... Uh, business wise, uh, you know, my first job was, uh, working on a golf course. Uh, I'm actually a high school dropout, uh, with a ninth grade education. Uh, I do not have any type of formal education. I do come from a, but some would say a lower middle-class upbringing. And I was the second of four children. I have one older sister, a younger brother and a younger sister. Um, we're all within a year and a half to five years apart all pretty close in age. Uh, Oldest to youngest is about five years apart. Um, So, you know, parents were like, boom, 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 boom. Uh, Had four kids and uh, they wanted two boys, two girls, and that's what they got, right? God blessed them with what they asked for. Uh, Moved around a lot, and at the age of 14, um, I personally was going through a a period where I was around uh, a very good life, right? And I was around very good people, um, but for some reason I kept hearing, no, uh, no, you can't have that. No, we can't afford this, you know? And it was for me, I, f- I always felt like I can do way more, right? Uh, I know I'm only a teenager, but I can, me personally, right? Where my mind is, where my thoughts are, where my emotions are and my ability, right, as a human being, as me specifically, I can do way more. So I told my parents, I said, you know, the school thing isn't really for me. If, if, if I go to get a job, Right, so I can go work and make my own money. Um, can I do homeschooling or can I do tutoring? So my mom tried to homeschool me uh, for you know about a half a school year. Uh, didn't really work well, you know. Me personally it didn't. I was a teenager, and there was other things going on. She was raising my younger siblings. So fast forward, uh, I was the youngest uh, caddy back uh, late nineties, uh, late nineties, going into early two thousand. Uh, to ever have a professional certification as a professional caddy through Caddy Masters Incorporated, CSI, single bag, double bag, and four caddy. Um, I was under the uh, Court of All. Court of is in San Martin, California. Uh, that was Julie Inkster, a Women's Hall of Fame golfer. Her husband was the pro there at the time, right? So royalty, like best of the best. Um, so I did that at a very high level at a very young age. Um, I was the first – on the senior PGA tour youngest, not related to a player to caddy on the senior PGA tour. Um, that came from proximity, hard work, uh, working at a golf course that had a tour stop coming and, you know, again, right place, right time. You create your own luck, right? You have to have the skill. You have to show up. So I did that. That opened a lot of doors for me, um, being around, uh, success, education, uh, professional athletes, um, you know, and then I was, I was pretty good as well. I was training, practicing. I played the game, right. It wasn't just, uh, caddying. I was on a four, four index at the time when I was a teenager for those who know golf. So I was a pretty good golfer. Um, when I went into, um, getting a little bit older, I realized that, you know, I loved golf, but I wanted to play golf. So I went to Tallahassee, Florida, uh, fast forward, 17 years old, went from California to Florida. Uh, my dad had a different, uh, job uh, in the in the the government contracting space and my mom was going to work for a university Uh, so they both had you know corporate real jobs as you could say and i i lived on a country club i practiced golf i i really uh, put a lot of time and effort into understanding the game and just being being an athlete right And, and appreciating people i learned a lot from that my business acumen and my emotional intelligence definitely came from the travel uh, being in a military family, being around um, golf and just really good people that poured into me. I definitely feel like that was a foundational piece for me as far as how to understand people, how to build relationships and how to communicate. Uh, fast forward, I didn't really do well with school. I went and got my GED, went to go to college. And the reason I didn't really do well with, with college now in the attempt at community college was I had the opportunity to work at uh, Panama City Beach, helping launch MTVU, uh, ESPNU, Rockstar Energy Drink, Axe Body Spray. And this is very early 2000s when MySpace was really the, the primary social media platform. And AOL Instant Messenger was really the first chatbot, right, and Messenger. And so I was at the right place with the skill set, with the talent, right, and the ability to, to really help and support these people. And I had a lot of success with that. So from... Eighteen year, eighteen year old, nineteen year old to twenties, you know, twenty. I was doing nightlife concerts and uh, entertainment, mostly for the college demographic. And so I learned a lot from that. On premise, off premise, brand activations, uh, product promotions, brand awareness campaigns, guerrilla marketing, direct sales. Right, how to set up events, production, staging, lighting—just real all-encompassing. Uh, it was a blessing, and to this day, it's knowledge that I have for the rest of my life which I'm very grateful for, Uh, 2007, I was going down a path of having immense success and wealth. And I really didn't have a mentor or an advisor um, outside of my parents, which I was stubborn and didn't listen to. And I can admit that now uh, that could really kind of harness me in and take my energy to position it and package it where it should have gone. And uh, you couldn't tell me anything. Right. I was young and I had more than I could I could spend. Um, And so at this time, I made some mistakes, Uh, made some mistakes. Uh, I let my emotions drive my choices, made a lot of mistakes. And uh, I remember having a conversation with my father and he said, "You, you don't have it in you. I believe in you. I love you. But you couldn't even make it in the army. Right. You're you don't have it. Right. You don't have it. I come from it. Both your grandfathers, you know, were lifers. My grandfather served under General Patton, uh, did some really big things with APHIS uh, at, a, at a global scale for, you know, all JSOC and all branches of the military. So my dad, just, he made a comment to me that really kind of hit home. And I was like, all right, within two weeks, I was at MEPS uh, in Jacksonville, Florida. I swore in and I did what's called a quick ship. Um, I went through basic combat training with almost a shattered uh, foot on my right foot in a cam boot. Um, I got through it and I took off my cam boot two days before uh, graduation at basic combat training Fort So no- uh, Latin, Oklahoma. And I'll never forget having to pass because uh, I was on profile for, for pretty much all of basic combat training, but they kept trying to recycle me for the, the ones that know what I'm talking about. They wanted to send me to a FTU fitness training camp and basically say, Hey, you got hurt. You're out, right? It happens all the time. People go in and they get hurt. So I uh, did that and graduated. I passed my my fitness test. Uh, I was really proud of myself. And then I remember going through that whole experience and I said, well, what means the most to me right now and what got me through this, right? It's loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, and personal courage. And that was the seven Army Corps values that was getting burned into my head every day, every minute, every hour, right? For 10 and a half weeks. And I said, well... If I'm gonna live by this, and this is so important to have something to stand on and live by, I signed up for this, I have to get through it. If I shattered my foot, I shattered my foot. Right? What are you gonna stand on if you can't take the pain? Right? Emotionally or physically, it doesn't make sense. Like you have to take the pain. What are you gonna stand on? And I remember having this conversation with myself and going out there and getting emotional and throwing up afterwards, and it's really running my body. Um, because you have to do so many push-ups, so many sit-ups. And run a two mile run based on your age and gender, right? They have a chart. And so I think it was like a two mile run at the time. I was, oh man, I was 22. I think I had to do like, I, had, I think I had to do a two mile on like 15, 18, 15, 38, something like that. I had to, I had to beat that time and I had never done that, but I'm grateful. I, I made it through uh, 2009. I came back from uh, doing a lot with the army reserves Uh, national guard and then transferring over to state uh from national guard unit to a um, army reserve unit i was a diesel mechanic mos attached to a combat engineer sapper uh, unit for the ones that know and um 2009 i had a buddy tell me like hey there's this thing with facebook you have all these relationships from entertainment concerts nightlife college parties all the success you've had don't give up there's this new digital footprint and this digital footprint is banner ads. And he sat me down and he showed me the similarity from MySpace, right, in the early 2000s and how they had banner ads, a lot for music and events, right, concerts, the ones I remember MySpace. And now we had banner ads based and targeted towards students with student emails, with student profiles where we couldn't run impression-based ads. It was just an e-flyer, right, on the sides. Everybody remembers that when, My, uh, I'm sorry, Facebook first started now Meta, but when Facebook first launched paid media, it was impression-based clicks. And all we would do is we would create an e-flyer. We would create a backlink for your domain and your website where you wanted the traffic to go. And we would embed that hyperlink into the e-flyer just like we were creating a a flyer to go uh, guerrilla marketing uh, street team, right? Hit the cars, hit the doors, uh, promote the event, promote the party. So we did that same concept put $10,000 down called Facebook, right? This is very early at the beginning. We said, Hey, we would love to set some type of campaign with you. Uh, I don't know what I call this, but we want to learn. Um, I'll put $10,000 down, right? This is very early, like beginning of impression based pay media. And so they're like, yeah, this is a new program. It's, you know, it's beta, uh, $10,000. is a lot of money. Um, you know, are like, are you sure, you know, asking all these questions, they're figuring it. They're just figuring it out and i was like yeah not, not a problem uh you know i come from this space like we're here to invest we want to learn this um, so we did that for months we sat in a room my buddy th- that introduced the concept to me i was very familiar with it and i went back to everybody that i knew uh, in these 28 major college uh, markets to the greek life the fraternities the sororities the products uh, the physical brick and mortars and i was able to create an agency based off of reputation and credibility of what I did in the physical world with concerts and events to help people promote their product or service and their physical store, their physical brick and mortar locally impression-based. And I would run impression-based coupons and discounts to college students between the age of 18 to 25, right? For those products and services that were in the local market. And I would drive business to that brick and mortar. And it was the first time it was ever done. I had people calling me being like, you're a genius, you are walk on water. How can I spend more? I want more. And I, I look back in, at that time and I'm like, man, I feel like I'm, I'm doing something like, like I'm like, like, you know, it shouldn't feel this easy, right? And I was like, man, if I had known at that time, what I know now that my intellectual property, right? My personal experience and my business acumen and my emotional intelligence had literally paved a road for millions and millions and millions and millions of people I would have never sold and I would have never let somebody come to me with a check. Um, So I'm grateful, right? When you've done it once, you can do it twice. I've done it many, many times in many businesses. And from there, um, 2015, I got married 2016. I had my first child, a beautiful little boy, uh, 2016, 2017, I went back into paid media, uh, lead generation. I had a lot of success in home service space, uh, paid media and lead generation, scale multiple agencies from my relationship capital and my tools and knowledge and acumen from the past. And then 2019 and going into 20, I pivoted pre COVID. I said, look, I'm stepping away from agency world. Uh, it, I love people. And when I have to. Uh, go from account manager to client and show them, uh, and show them what they're not doing right or when they're, they're not doing wrong. There was a lot of um, people not understanding that they did not have their message defined, they did not understand their avatar, right? They did not understand what consistent creative content meant, they were not aware of the process and the system. And the software of what to do, how to do, why to do, and when to do. They did not have the experience, but they wanted the magic pill that the world was selling them. I put down my credit card and the phone will ring. And so many people were going after the money grab on the agency side. And I took a step back. I said, no, I know what the problem is. These people are not ready for paid ads. The average person should not be running paid ads. The average person needs to take the time to sit down right, and do a success audit on their product, on their service, how they are in the physical world before they digitally duplicate who they are, what they do, and why they're amazing. And you must define that message and create a proper offer and position, package, and polish exactly who you are what you do, who is your ideal avatar prospect and customer? How do you speak to their pain points? The solution and the solution attached to your product or service and how it gives them results, speed to action. Get clear on that. Now come and communicate that through creatives and content and split testing, what works, what doesn't work, and get really clear on expectations of what KPIs are right? What ROA return on ad spend is. It is not return on on investment. And most people don't have the clarity, the perspective, or the knowledge to be in the pool of spending money on paid ads. So when I saw this, I took a step back and I said, I'm going to go on a mission. I'm going to help my celebrity clients. I'm going to help the Fortune 1000 companies that I've already worked with in some capacity. Everybody was calling me when everybody was locked down because I'd already done... Uh, f- FinTech products, right? Live streaming products. I've launched SaaS products. I've done a lot in digital and tech over the last ten years. I just don't talk about it, right? I have the documentation over the conversation. I stay humble. I just do my thing. I have a family now. I have children. I have goals and aspirations, and I just, I just focus because I All learned right. that every time you get you deviate, and every time you give your attention somewhere that's not part of your mission, most of the time you don't hit the tasks that you need to hit. And it's very hard to do what it is that your dreams and goals and your legacy is that you're working towards to achieve and then listen to all the side noise and everything that's going to be thrown at you. Right. And obviously that's, that goes for all of us. Uh, where we put our, where, where, where energy goes, energy flows. Right.
0: Right. So, uh, Colin, if we could just hold off for a second, uh, and we'll come back and we'll start talking about some branding, but, uh, at the, at the bottom of the hour, we always uh, let our new listeners, uh, which I see we have uh, a bunch. Uh, we always have a giveaway at the end of every podcast, and it's called Wheel of Kelsey. And if you like to join us, it's hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, tag two people. You get a second entry, but it's a giveaway. And usually the guest gives it away. And today we have a really great giveaway. Actually, it's I think it's the value $7,500. So, uh, Colin, can you give us a sentence or two about the giveaway?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it, Norm, um, and super excited to do this. Uh, it goes into exactly what I was talking about. So um, I was I was hired uh, by People Building Inc. and that one agency to help them uh, with their business, right, in re- rebranding their business and scaling their offer, right, defining their message, creating a more, robust offer to do more, help more, and build more for their clients. Uh, They're in the podcast agency space, and I I took them from just podcasting to a mass media organization with all tools and resources that you could think of. And this came from a merger and partnership between myself, uh, C-Rock, and the entire team over at that one agency. So uh, when this happened, um, I did this in a matter of two weeks, and they forexed their business. And Mike Sirocco and C-Rock, uh, as, as some may know him, uh, came to me and he said, Colin, you're, you're behind the curtain, you're a phantom. Yeah, I've seen people like A-list celebrities and legends come up to you like they've known you their whole life and you've done all these things and you've poured your IP and you've, you've poured into so many people and been a part of creating some amazing things in fashion, music, entertainment and tech and digital and paid media. But you don't talk about it, right? Or you don't even share the tools, the resources of how you achieve that. He goes, we need to create something. I want to share you with the world. I want to share everything that you've done for me. So we created that one bootcamp, right? Teaching people how to build, market, and sell, sharing the information, agency-level tools and resources of exactly how we operate, what we do to achieve the success, the consistent communication, uh, appointment setting, lead generation organically with zero paid ads, right? Because I feel people should build a foundation of their product and service and digital duplication online from who they are in the physical world, they should get that really clear, defined, decisive and accurate, and then monetize that before they ever touch paid media because so much money is put into paid media and Meta and Google do not care. They do not care who pays them. They do not care what your level of expertise is. All they care about is revenue. And there's majority of people, majority of people, will fail and continue to fail because they hire agencies to provide done-for-you services and they do not invest in the knowledge or information on how to build a foundation organically to succeed before they seek the magic pill of paid media and lead generation. You must understand your message, you must understand your avatar, and you must understand how to build online and how to create the ultimate offer. And that's exactly what we've put into that one bootcamp, that one bootcamp.com. And I'm super happy uh, to share this and give a spot in the bootcamp. I've never done this, uh, but you know, there's a lot of reciprocity. And I always say that there has to be a give for an ask. And uh, you know, my team reaching out, asking for me to be on this podcast to connect, I must give something. So super grateful. And I appreciate you having me, Norm.
0: That's fantastic. And I just want to mention that this isn't like a two ninety nine boot camp. This is a seven thousand five hundred dollar. I believe it's seven days, so you go over a bunch of different topics. But you're going to walk away educated. And as you can already hear, Colin knows this stuff. So if you're interested, hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, tag two people, and you'll get a second entry. Now, if I could. Maybe uh, we can sneak in a fake name, Kels. I would be entering. Anyway, uh, Kelsey, if you're doing your job, hit that button. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by Jeff Schick Legal. Amazon suspensions are very real. But how do sellers like us protect ourselves against these costly suspensions without spending thousands of dollars? For a very low monthly retainer of just $89, get full access to Amazon attorney Jeff Schick. Mention Lunch with Norm and receive 50% off the first two months. Visit jeffschick.com today. That's J-E-F-F-S-C-H-I-C-K.com. Now let's get back to the show. All right. So this is kind of exciting. I've been listening to what you've been saying. It's probably the quietest I've been, uh, which is kind of funny. But anyways, some of the stuff that you were talking about, now, I know it applies to other sellers, and, but what I want to know is how can people and sellers develop their branding and their defining message?
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a great point, Norm, and, and happy to speak into that. You know, it's really important to uh, look at yourself. Uh, I'll just give an example. If one was selling uh, the gnome uh, behind you on your shelf. Right. I would look at, you know, who is my avatar? I would say, okay, what made me um, appreciate, love, want and need um, the gnome, right? The statue, the the figurine. And I would look at the analysis. Right. I would reverse engineer everybody that likes gnomes, everybody that is into uh, statues or figurines. And then I would look at the age, gender, geographic location. I would pull all the data right? The data points of the data aggregation, right? For the ones that may, uh, may not understand what I'm saying, data points would be uh, age, gender, location, right? Interest, hobby, uh, profession, married, children, uh, vehicle they drive. You can create your ideal prospect and avatar and go really deep with it. Uh, and really the number one way to do this is start with yourself, Imagine yourself and your buying patterns, your habits, the things you like and the things you dislike, the way that you wake up outside of your everyday bills and how you spend that extra dollar, the disposable income and the budget that you give yourself weekly, monthly or quarterly. Where does that money go? How do you leverage your credit and cash, right? Write down your behaviors, your buying patterns, right, and how you go into the market on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis, and how you take your disposable income, right, for your hobbies, your passions, right, and the things that you do outside of your everyday bills. This will give you a perspective because most people don't see this because you don't know what you don't know. But your avatar starts with you. Breaking down your buying patterns, your behavior, right, what you think, how you feel, and the actions and choices that you make start with you. Don't you think if you created content speaking about your pain points, your solutions, your biggest losses, your biggest wins, that would be easier to create that content because you're speaking from a place of experience, personally, professionally, you're experiencing your subconscious. You're speaking from inside who you are and what you're living. It's going to be much easier for you to do that than to speak on and creating content on a product or a service of something that you've been taught. So if you take yourself, your buying patterns, your behavior, what you dislike, what you like, and you reverse engineer and you break it all down, you put it against the wall, old school, write it down, dry erase board, big sticky note, and get really clear on who you are, what you enjoy, what you don't enjoy and how you put that money into the market and now build it back up. This is what I like. This is how much I spend. This is the car I drive. This is the home I live in. This is the condo I live in. This is the magazine subscription. This is my favorite vitamin. You're going to see your avatar. You're now going to have a hyper intentional focus on how to speak to them, right? How to help them, how to teach them, how to promote to them. It's going to get very easy for you to just have an ever essence flow of everything that you're thinking, that you're speaking on, that just comes out so natural, even for the introverted individual that doesn't have the self-confidence to get in front of a camera, just like this and speak, right? Not everyone is extroverted. Most people are actually introverted. Most people have been created through social media to be an ambivert introverted by nature and extroverted because they have to be Hmm. I'm an ambivert I'm not like this because I want to be I'm like this because I have to communicate I have to come from a place to express myself you haven't seen me on a podcast in over 10 years you can google me right I'm the definition of my avatar I'm speaking about myself breaking everything down building everything back up and people resonate with that people call you people dm you People reach out to you. They review you. They like your product. They buy three instead of one, right? So to answer Norm's question, and for everybody listening to this episode, I want you to do an exercise. I want you to take you, your personal and professional likes and dislikes. I want you to focus on your likes. I want you to focus on your buying patterns and your habits and get really clear. Do this exercise, dry erase board, big sticky note, throw it all against the wall, reverse engineer it and break it down and build it back up. Now attach that to short form micro content and long form macro content and tell a story with your micro pieces of content. Micros attached in a montage will tell a story that will lead into a macro. If you do this the right way and you create consistent, creative content, of who you are, what you do, and why you are amazing and unique, your product and your service will stand out amongst everybody that is competing with you. You're gonna create a better video sales letter, VSL. You're gonna create a better case study, a better product review, better webinars and evergreen content for your lead magnets, creative content for your ad sets on your paid media and lead generation omnipresent across all social platforms, the nine major platforms, and you have the ability to leverage tools like repurpose.io or Hootsuite or some of these other things that now you can put the creatives in. You can schedule your creatives, organic and paid, and now you can manage them and you can tie them through your landing page into a CRM, into a client relationship management tool from your Shopify store right to your backend. And now you can track qualifying questions too. After somebody buys your product or service, you can nurture them. You can put them into a drip sequence and you can give them information on your story, where you started your business, why your product is the best, right? Reviews, testimonials of how you're growing internally as well as what your customers think. And I guarantee you, if you do this, you will win.
0: That's great and a great visual as well. Uh, And I know starting with my avatar, Let's see likes, uh, butterfingers, cheesies, Coke zero coffee. Don't like vegetables, big, don't like vegetables. And, uh, yeah, I'll build it out. I'll send it to you. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, and no gyms, you know, I don't, I, I take at least 86 steps a day. Uh, yeah, yeah, exact. <laughs> but you know, we have another talking point here and this is something that, uh, uh, I want to talk about, I mean, this is, we, we don't really talk about this too much. Oh, and by the way, that's Norm, the gnome. And somebody actually sent it to me. It is actually called Norm, the gnome. So um, uh, thank you for the person who sent it to me. Anyways, I want to talk about builders, doers, innovators, why they're so important and who they are.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, it's a great question. I appreciate Norm is, there's been a reason why I haven't um, put so much energy over the last almost 20 years in being known. I could have easily blew up on MySpace, right? Facebook, Instagram. I was early on Twitter. Uh, there's actually a profile. I don't even know the password that shows how early I was. And I had the biggest brands and people following me. It's, it's, it's on there. Cullen Stack somewhere, uh, Media Relations 09, some old like, 2009 right when I say I was in this 14 years ago really doing this before 99% of people I was really doing this right and so one thing that for me I never wanted to uh, I'll go back to where it started 2004 I was in a relationship as a young man uh, with somebody that was very famous and I saw uh, here in the US as well as globally what Real fame can do to somebody, right? And I saw it at the highest level in the music and entertainment space. And when I saw this, I, you know, when you're young, you're in it, you're you're on it, you're like, wow, this is amazing. Look at me, blah 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 blah. You know, you're buying the jewelry, you're buying the clothes, you're buying the cars. You're just you're in it, you know. And um, I looked back at some situations that occurred when I was 19, 20 years old. And I said, well, I'd much rather be behind the scenes and do, right? And be the one to uh, build and to support so that the house never falls down, Mm. right? Because if you don't have a good team and a good process and a good system and loyalty and communication and foundation, you're going to fall really hard, right? And you see this happen a lot in entertainment. You see people go to the top of the charts You hear about how they were robbed, their parents stole their money, uh, their spouse cheated on them and had a kid with a backup dancer. Uh, there's all this hate and drama and, and darkness. And, you know, I, I got to see some of that. And when I saw that, I was just like, man, people really want the power and the fame. And when they get the power and the fame, it's usually not the celebrity that has the cold heart or is doing things inappropriately. It's the people that are closest to them.
0: Mm, Yeah.
1: And I said, well, if I can just focus on being the best person closest to you, being the best person closest to you and not be the celebrity and not be the one that's famous, I can help the celebrity not fall down. Right. I can help the brand. I can help the business succeed because I'm more into understanding that the true talent is the team it's not one person right and i'd much rather be third base or be in the dugout pulling my ear than be on the pitcher's mound it doesn't mean that i don't know how to pitch because i can pitch all day right i've been the pitcher i've played the positions the quarterback all that but then i realized that where people needed the most help at a very early age was it needed to be done, right? We needed builders, we needed doers, we needed team, system, and process. We needed that CTO, right? Everybody knows big big organizations have that, that chief technical officer, the controller, right? You need that controller that takes your entire org chart, your, your C-suite, your executives, and keeps them together, keeps them uniform, keeps them united, keeps the team together. You have a great controller, you have a great business. And most people never achieve that because they don't put the time, energy, effort, or money into that position mm. to put it on their vision board, to save the credit, the cash flow, the tools, the resources, to have the bandwidth, to have that great controller. So I think it's imperative, as being the talent, as being the entertainer, as being the educator, you must pour into yourself, your team, your product, and your business to have the wisdom, the knowledge, right? To understand that the system and the technique and what you do and how you do it is so imperative to being the celebrity, having the fame and hitting your goals
0: and building your legacy. That is a great answer. Awesome answer. Okay. Thank you. Now, along those lines, what makes a great coach? Like, How do people find the right coach?
1: Yeah. Great question. So I feel like when you're looking, there's two main things that I personally have invested in over and over and over. And one thing is I look for somebody that I like somebody that I like somebody that I can get along with somebody that I just vibe with, Mm. right? We're, we're, we're human beings. We're made of frequency, right? We're water frequency flows through us. Energy is contagious, right? You always heard that energy is contagious. It is you resonate At the frequency at the level you are at your thoughts and your emotions your actions and choices are based off of what you're putting into your universe and what you're putting in proximity for them and yourself for everything and everyone around you right so for me it's somebody that i can enjoy somebody i can appreciate and somebody i like that i look up to like you have a talent you have a skill set everybody has one if i'm looking for that talent and skill set and high ticket sales, and how to build the proper offer and how to create a funnel, how to do my own PR and press, how to get on the top podcasts in the world. I'm gonna find somebody that has that talent and skill set. But do I also like the person? Do I? Because the transaction, right? I'm, I'm gonna give something real, real clear here. The ultimate offer for every one of your businesses, regardless if it's product or service, When somebody invests and does a deal with you, right? The only time price is an issue is when value is not present. You have to get really clear on defining your message, your value stack, how you develop your offer, the timeline, the expectations, the deliverables, the bonuses, and stand on a guarantee. The way someone goes from doing okay to doing astronomically amazing is defining their message, building their offer, and making sure that they position, package, and polish who they are, what they do, but why their offer is the best offer in the market. Why their product and service can stand on it 10 toes down, and there's nobody that can touch it. That's all based on your messaging, your positioning of your offer and how you define the guarantee. You do that the right way, you will make a boodle amount of money. You will make a ton of income and revenue, monthly recurring revenue that comes over and over. So to get to this norm is I feel like the number one thing that I've learned over the last 20 years of being an entrepreneur, failing forward, my first attempt in learning was always just to fail fast, figure it out later, right? I would measure and measure and measure and measure, and I would cut once, but sometimes that wasn't the best tactic or technique. I had to just have consistent activity. I had to communicate. I had to keep my word. I had to do my best, right? And if you do your best and you be your best, it doesn't have to be perfect. Most people never go to market because they want to do perfect. They think, oh my gosh, it has to be perfect. I have to do this, I have to change that the brand guide, the color, the font, the video, it wasn't done right, pre-production, post-production. Do your best, be your best. Put out your best. Because most of the time people forget, not everybody knows what we know. We wake up every day and sometimes just walk into the world, including myself, and I say, oh, everybody knows what I know. They don't know that? That person doesn't know that. And I catch myself doing this all the time. And then I take a step back, And I get goosebumps right now and I say, I have to be humble. I'm always humble and I love people, but not everybody knows what I know. So if I can share the information to change somebody's life, to give them a clear perspective, to give them the clarity that gives them the choice to take the action, to do the right thing the right way with the right people, they will win. But back to what Norm said earlier, you have to be a doer. You have to put the work in. I put 20 years of my life to get here. I'm 38 years old, 20 years of my life to have what I'm speaking into you right now. Mm. This did not come easy. It was not guaranteed and it did not come overnight. It came from massive failure. People don't speak on this because they want to be so perfect. Do your best and be your best. And when you're hiring a coach, make sure that you can connect. You can relate. You see you in them. They just have the tools the resources and a little bit more experience than you. So ask for it, take the shot, because if you don't take the shot, you're not going to hit it. You don't hit the shots. You don't take,
0: you know, I call that fail to succeed. Very simple. You got to fail to succeed. And you know, one of the things I see at events is you've got uh, last event. I was at was a fairly large event of uh, 1500 people And I can tell you that they get information overload because they're making all these notes, but that's as far as most, and I don't have any, I'm going to just take it out of the sky, but I bet you 95% or more do not take action. They have intentions, but intentions don't pay the bills. You have to take actions. And if you don't do it, if you're not a doer, then you're not going to go anywhere simple so i think we have a few questions here Kels. do you want to get into those
2: yeah uh we got a lot of comments um people are loving you colin they say i love your message colin i agree a thousand percent um yeah you can never stop learning um marcia says this is a fantastic podcast today um we got a question from tony um how do you feel about gary V?
1: Yeah, so I was just at Econ. Um, I know Nick Dio. He's uh, Gary's VP, uh, his right hand. Um, I think I think what Gary's doing, um, and a big part of his success is he was very empathetic, uh, very um, thought out on his go-to-market strategy of who he wanted to speak into he put a lot of time into understanding his avatar and a lot of time in understanding how he was going to evolve and pivot right based on the month based on uh, the six month mark based on the year based on three years he forecasted a lot of what he some people call say manifestation but he actually tactically forecasted what he was going to do and he had a plan didn't mean the plan worked 100% But he knew that if he worked with his family and he kept his family around and he always made it about family over income, impact over income, and he voiced that and he showed that everything that was in that plan when he went to market, the more he showed the transparency, the vulnerability, right, The, the empathy, people were going to want to understand the message that was coming out of his mouth. Right. So back to what I said earlier, he put the time into understanding who he is, what he does, what makes him unique and amazing. He owned it. He wrote it down. He was tactical. He forecasted, right? He put it together. He took the ingredients, created a recipe, and started cooking it before he was selling it. Most people want to go to market and monetize, but are you putting together the ingredients, investing in the ingredients? making sure the recipe is efficient and effective. You're very clear on your message, your avatar, right? Your offer and your go-to-market and you have to provide value just like I'm doing now before somebody is going to connect, engage and contribute. You have to do this. You have to get out there because right now I know the value I provided today on this podcast and I know that I helped somebody, right? And I know that that person may have the confidence now to take the action to actually apply, take the tools and resources and the information to do what it is for them to be successful. When you know that and you take the time to structure that, you have the opportunity to build a brand that's bigger than yourself. So what Gary did really well was he spoke into his family. He spoke about his family. He showed his family, but how he started was what he stood on. He did not start somehow and then deviate as he was growing and as he was being tactical. And he always put the effort, the time, the budget, right? The relationship capital of what he was doing and who he was doing it with. And he was constantly promoting within rather than tearing people down and firing them and getting rid of them. He was positioning them to win in other businesses, other products, other brands. And when you position your team to win, uplift them and help them hit their goals, you're going to build an empire.
0: Beauty. Okay. Next question.
2: All right. Um, let's see. This is from Neil. Uh, who do you recommend us to listen to on YouTube or social media to learn about branding?
1: It's a great question. Um, I'll start putting out more content finally. So I would say myself um, there you as, go. That, as that as that rolls out. You know, I feel like if you can't be a fan of yourself, how are you going to help somebody else? Um, you know, somebody that's out there right now. It's a really good question. I would say, you know, uh, branding specifically, oh, man, that's a hard question. I don't have anybody that, that pops into my head. Um, if I was going to say uh, marketing uh, or creating an offer, uh, people that I've been around and people that, that, I, that I agree with a lot of their, their teachings and a lot of their information and they're simple uh, for people that are either starting out or intermediate. Um, I would say Alex Hermosy. Uh, I think what he's done is is great with the hundred million dollar offer, and I feel like people that are beginners or intermediate in branding and marketing, um, there's a lot of value in his book. I'd pick up the Audible um, or the hard copy. I feel like that would give a beginner over a matter of months within the first year of what they're looking to build, uh, really a leg up to to get them going.
0: Okay, uh, Kelsey. Uh, we've just had a, a couple of branding people on. Um, any thoughts on their YouTube channels or have you seen their YouTube channels? Um,
2: yeah, I have to go back and take a look. So, um, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll drop those in the YouTube link as well. Um, from the comments, people are saying Story Brand. Um, I, just, yeah, bought story, story, yeah, story I yeah. just
1: bought it. Yeah, Story Brand's great book.
2: I just bought it. Yeah. Book for building a brand. Building a Story Brand is a fantastic book. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that. Uh, Donald Miller. Miller. All right. Absolutely. And then uh, just a comment from Simon. Uh, Before you even start building your brand, uh, you must know your North Star. Uh, Do you agree with that? What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean, it really comes down to everything that we teach in that one boot camp. Uh, You know, you have to build, market, and sell. Like I mentioned before, you must know who you are and you must know what drives you. If you don't know who you are and what you stand for, how are you going to have an amazing product that you create or a service you provide? You have to get clear on what it is that you do, how you help people, how you are solution driven because people want results because they have a pain, they have a problem. And the bigger, as we all know, the bigger the problem, the bigger the solution, the bigger the paycheck, right? So how do you quantum leap? How do you go from a startup to multiple companies to passive income to earned income? You have to get clear, I agree 100% on who you are, what you stand for, and the value of the pain, the value of that pain point and how you provide a solution driven product or service. So in your messaging, in your offer, talk about the solution. Somehow some way somewhere, you must talk about how you get people from point A, to point C, you are in the middle. Your goal is to be the bridge to get them to the other side.
0: Okay, next question, Kels.
2: Okay, um, I think that's about it. Uh, yeah, so uh, we do have the wheel of Kelsey again. It's a seven thousand five hundred dollar value giveaway today. It's a spot to Cullen's boot camp. Uh, 45 day bootcamp, uh, that one bootcamp.com, uh, links are in the, uh, comments too. So check it out. And, uh, yeah.
0: Okay. I did see a question from Simon and I just wanted to clarify at the very beginning. He asked, well, um, uh, define how much first I want to state that it's not right now for me, it's not about huge dollars. I could go in an hour make a lot more money than I am making as an influencer. So I just want to you know let you know that. I just want to clarify this. But what we are seeing is an incline. So if we put uh, everything together, let's just say for the month, we have our uh, the products that we're doing on the Shopify videos, the TikTok videos, we're this month, uh, we've probably got around a couple grand, and that surprises me. and we're putting in uh, you know a few hours here, a few hours there um, and to do this. If we were doing this and by the way, we only got started um, about a month and a half, well let's say February into March. Uh, so yeah, late February into March before we got approved. Then we had a bunch of different setbacks. Again, this is all stuff that we tell people uh, about influencer marketing. But at the end of the day, uh, you're starting to see it grow and we're seeing an incline. And so our best month definitely will be this month where you're going to see a few thousand bucks. And for me, if I would quit everything and just do influencer marketing between the commissions that we get. Um, the, the sponsorships that we're, we're seeing uh, it's not a bad gig. So it's, but it does take time. So if this is a side hustle, you can, if I can do it, I am a fossil. Okay. I'm a fossil and I should not be touching influencer marketing, but I can. And as long as you have an angle and as long as you take the time to learn one hour date, learn um, you can do this. And it's, it's a lot of fun. Like I see in Kelsey, how much enjoyment he's having out of this. Man, it, it's something that you can do. But that's if you want to do that. But if you want to excel in uh, digital marketing, Amazon, it's the same thing. Put the effort in, you get the same results. So anyways, I just wanted to state if anybody thinks that we're making tens of thousands of dollars in influencer marketing, we're not. Uh, but you never know. Who knows where it goes? We know people. We know people. Kelsey and I know a bunch of people who have some really good followers, have built this brand or where, their personal brand, and they're making a ton of money uh, every month, every single month. So anyways, just what you want to do. It's all about being excellent at what you do, taking the time to do exactly like Colin's talking about. That's what we're talking about today and like be action oriented so nothing's easy but uh, maybe for some people if you win a lottery it's easy but uh, anyways that's it that's my two cents now the last thing I have to say before we get to a sponsor is that um, enter Will Kelsey today it's an awesome prize it's one of the biggest prizes we've we've ever had uh, so $7500 uh, boot camp that that one bootcampcom and but you got to do one thing take action hashtag wheel of kelsey tag two people you'll get a second entry and you're not going to win it if you don't enter so kelsey now hit that sponsor
2: um before we do um Colin, can you let us know your contact information or uh, mark or wish i was mark cuban is asking do you have a youtube channel how can people follow you um yeah drop the boot camp one more time
1: yeah, so um uh, stackyourmessage.com. If you go to stackyourmessage.com or you go to uh that one uh, bootcamp.com, uh, you can uh, I would go to that one bootcamp.com, fill out the information. Also my Instagram is private uh, for a reason. I use it as a funnel. It's a tactic I've used for years. Uh, and that is uh, stack.sales S A L E S. Make sure you send me a message. I check every single message um, and I do not uh, connect with people on Instagram unless it's, uh, you know, communicated to me. Right. So I use it as a funnel. I've made multiple eight figures over the last 12 years, uh, leveraging tools like this. I've been on Instagram for the last 2019, end of 2019 when I got on there Um, and I've used this tactic and technique and I've done very well throughout the years, constantly growing and scaling, uh, being hyper intentional with who follows me, who I communicate with, what I put out on my stories. Um, so, this is a technique I've learned. It's a technique I coach on and consult on, um, and it's done very well. So, stack.sales on Instagram, that one bootcamp.com, and uh, I definitely reach out and connect with everybody.
0: Very good. And by the way, common, uh, common uh, Simon, uh, yeah, you never know until you search. I might be already on there. <laughs> All right. So, Let's go to a sponsor and then we'll come back for the wheel. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by Shergo sure Marketing. Ready to take your brand to the next level on TikTok and Instagram? Shergo sure Marketing specializes in helping entrepreneurs and coaches build profitable brands on TikTok and Instagram and in less than 90 days. With Shergo Marketing, you could build your brand, create incredible video content, and increase leads without spending a single dime on ad spend. Visit SureGoMarketing.com today and elevate your brand. Now, let's get back to the show. All right. Colin, you've never seen this. You're going to experience Wheel of Kelsey for the first time. Let's go. It's time for
1: the Wheel of Kelsey
0: all right we've got a full wheel today
2: all right yep yeah. so i'm gonna shuffle these up we do this every single podcast and uh let's see who the winner is if you are the winner please email me k at lunch who's it gonna
0: and be it
2: looks like brian is it brian it's brian
0: congrats brian
2: all right. Congratulations. Again, email me k at lunch with com, and uh, I'll connect you with Cullen and congratulations. You want to want a great wheel
0: today. Yeah, that's a great one. So uh yeah, I, man, that's a, that's one to anybody who's listening. That's definitely one to check out. And don't forget, you can still check it out. Uh Just go to that one, um, <clears throat> that one, bootcamp.com if you want more information on it. Sir, Thank you so much for being on today. It was a pleasure. Want more great information? Don't forget to subscribe by clicking here. Also, if you want to check out our latest podcasts, click over here. Entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship.